It's Mac and Andy after the show, episode number 32. First off, I was traveling yesterday. Terre Haute, Indiana. Check your local listings, but Terre Haute, <laughs> Indiana, 40 cents, ga- 40 cents cheaper than gas here. What? Yeah, I-, I was there. It's like I wanted to drive around and use more gas just so I could fill up again. <laughs> I mean, that was ridiculous. That is crazy. I- anyway, today I have a pecking party, not so embarrassed, and band down under. Oh, I have so much that I want to talk about. An update on my um, World Cup, my soccer viewing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that wrapped up. Also a huge aquarium story. we got to okay. talk about that. And do you remember in the movie Titanic, the thing about Rose on the door and Jack should have got up there and he would have lived? There's a whole <laughs> thing about that um, in the works. <laughs> okay. The new year. Yeah. Okay, first off, uh, David Goodings recently threw, threw a uh, birthday party, themed birthday party for his girlfriend, Jimmy Whitaker. I think this is in England. Now, it was a themed birthday party from KFC. <laughs> he gave her a fried chicken bouquet, a chicken cake, and a gravy fountain. How about that? Now, David says she loves KFC. Oh, well, that's good. If we're ever having a takeaway, which they say, uh, we always choose KFC. We just live around the corner from one, which is great, but it's not great for our diets. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we have a balanced diet, but we do love our food. I put it on our Facebook marketplace, and I asked if anyone had a chocolate fountain they no longer wanted. Someone got back with me, and I was able to uh, get their chocolate fountain. So I cleaned it. I spray painted it red and made it a gravy fountain. <laughs> I love that. You see, I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a KFC guy. Uh, It went down really well, he says. It was like a chocolate fountain, but gravy. And, of course, the gravy fountain. He goes, I think they should be on sale at the shops because it went down a treat. (laughs) (laughs) Now, can you imagine your husband and you come home and everybody goes, surprise. And it's a gravy fountain. And it's a chicken bouquet. Cool. See, I would dig that. You know what I like the best at KFC and nobody else likes is the gizzards. Ew, yeah, my husband likes those too. Yeah, that's just, that, you know, maybe it's a guy, maybe it's a guy thing. Mm, Go I don't know. My grandma always liked them. Okay. Hey, a two hundred sixty thousand gallon tank at Sea Life Aquarium in Berlin was destroyed recently. Forty six oh. foot tank exploded, spilling contents to the people below. Oh my goodness! I know. Oh. It, the patrons escaped with only minor cuts, which is good. All the fish died, and police oh. are still investigating what caused the tank to burst. Can you imagine? Have you ever been to like a uh, like the Shed Aquarium? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, in or Chicago area, a big restaurant where they have one of those fancy all oh, the big old fish tanks. Fish yeah, tanks. big old. And you know, you always want to touch the glass, <laughs> <laughs> but it always glass? doesn't it always go through your mind like, what if that cracked? Or what if they had that shark in there just hit it real hard? Would it break? Would it come out? <laughs> well, see, you would have to get away because once they once they get on land, they can't <laughs> they can't swim. No, but it's scary to think about. Like yeah. especially the Indianapolis Zoo, you can walk into that where they keep the dolphins, and they're all around you. You know, they're above you, and they're they're along the side. Have you ever been in there? Uh, I I have actually had the pleasure of sleeping there overnight. Okay. With my uh, with my son when he was in elementary school. That's slept really there. cool. Yeah, we you slept on the floor, but the, uh, all the all the uh, mm-hmm. animals are around you, all the fish are around you. But you can't help but think about that when you're in some place like that. Oh yeah, you're thinking if, if this breaks, breaks. <laughs> I think I'd drown. be more worried about drowning than <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the sharks. Yeah.
<laughs> Man, all those fish died? Mm-hmm. That's, you know. I didn't see how many were in there, but I'm sure a lot since it was 260,000 gallons. If that would have happened here, they would have turned into a fish fry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fish fry. We love to have fish fries around here. Why not? Okay, I have the 10 ways kids have embarrassed their parents at Christmas. Oh. Uh, number 10, they've told someone they didn't like their Christmas outfit. <laughs> kids are honest. Yeah. Now, see, in my no family, filter. the only one that really cares about what they look like for Christmas is my daughter. Mm. You know, we had the family thing over the weekend. That's so a she girl was, thing. Yeah, she was really dressed up and, you know, she wanted to look good. So, uh, uh, number nine, they told someone they didn't like their cooking, the dinner. <laughs> Uh, once again, honestly, is the best policy, except for when you're telling uh, Grandma, hey, I didn't like those noodles, Grandma. They were too dry. Uh, uh, number eight, they unwrapped the presents under the tree that weren't meant for them. Uh-oh. Um, it depends how old they are. If they're if they're still a toddler, they can get away with it. If Do you really care, though? If it's like, like if it's a little kid, you're usually yeah. like, eh, it's yeah. a kid. You could open my gift, but if it's for another kid, then, you know, that, that might get a little dicey. Yeah. You know, it might hurt somebody's feelings. Uh, eating somebody else's chocolate for Christmas. Oh, never. (laughs) (laughs) You might get bit. How dare you? Uh, uh, Number six, (laughs) found Christmas gifts in the house, which weren't, uh, which were supposed to be from somebody else that were supposed to be hidden, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, Number five, ask someone how much money they spent on the gift. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Uncle Bob, this looks like it cost you a buck 98. How much did you spend on my gift, dude? I don't think I ever had any issues like that with my own kids, like when yeah. they were little doing anything like that. Not not in front of guests, but maybe after they left, they go, man, you know, Uncle Bob really, you know, chinsed on me this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four, uh, eating all the candy off of the tree before Christmas. That's happened. Uh, number three, told someone what their Christmas gift was before they opened it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mom, it's a gown. Uh, number two told someone who gave them a present that they really didn't like it. Oh. Uh, I've, I think I've done that as a, as a little kid. No, I don't uh, like this. You know, especially if if kids get clothes for Christmas. Yeah, they're just like you know, it's Ralphie like, in the Christmas story. Fling it over the head. I'm done. Socks. <laughs> eh. Ralphie got, didn't he get the bunny, the pink mm-hmm. bunny? <laughs> and he had to try it on in front of him. And number one cried when they saw Santa Claus. Yeah, that's that's normal. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if that's that embarrassing. I I always tell my kids, I said, you know, really? I go, you know what I do for a living? I talk on the radio. I said, you really can't embarrass me, but I guarantee that I can embarrass you. Sometime, somewhere, Mm -hmm. there's going to be a moment in time where you're going to wish that I didn't do what I do and I didn't say what I said. That's what I tell my husband. I threaten him with that. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm, you know, it's really not that embarrassing. Eh. Hey, I told you uh, last week we were talking about I was into the show Wrexham on Hulu with Ryan Reynolds oh, yeah. and uh, Rob McElhaney. always forget his name. But anyway, that's not fair because it was his idea. But they bought this soccer team in Wales and I got obsessed with the show and I told my husband, I think I, I would like to watch a full soccer match, you know. And so we did. We watched some of the finals last week and then yesterday was... Sunday, we watched the World Cup, um, and we yeah, watched final, Argentina yeah. win, 
and uh, started off like sh- it's going to be a blowout. Oh my gosh, it was so nerve wracking at the end, and then of course they went to a shootout where you know they went to penalty kicks. <laughs> yeah, <in. laughs> like oh my goodness, um, my husband couldn't hardly take it. He was pacing, but yeah, I, I don't know if I'm going to keep. I don't know, like I'm going to be like appointment watching. <laughs> true, <laughs> true, it's tough. I do think that it's more fun to watch than American football, and the reason why for me is because I can always see where the ball is. True. It's easy to follow the ball, and there's not all that stopping. Yeah, it is. Stop, it, replay, watch it again, stop. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of Start, downtime stop. in American football, but uh, what you said is sacrilegious, and I, I don't know I, if I can accept that or not. But, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, I can watch the World Cup. I can watch the Olympic soccer um, you know, so because that's every four years. Same with the World Cup and the mm-hmm. Euro Cup. I can watch too because it's the best of the best when they play over there. It still takes three to four hours to watch it. Yeah, though. but that's it's hard t- for me to sit still. Yeah, it's really tough for me to watch just a regular match um, on a Saturday with even the Premier League soccer, just mm-hmm. because I I never played. Even though my kids played and I coached my son when he played little you know little league soccer, but I just it's hard to embrace it except for when the World Cup is around yeah. or the Euro Cup. So. Well, anyway, that's my update. I did actually watch a full match, and I watched. I think I watched more than my husband because he was the one that was like, "I gotta, I gotta get up and do something." It's like this is making me nuts. <laughs> you have turned the corner. I turned the corner. You are now a soccer fan or mm-hmm. a football fan if you're listening that's to fun over to watch. the UK. Okay, uh, what's what do you think is the most popular Christmas song that's out there right now? All I want for Christmas is you, or what is that, from, Mariah Carey? From Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sydney, Australia, there's a bar called Jolene's that has banned the song Jolene. All I Want for Christmas from Mariah Carey. Oh, uh, and it's a bar? It's a bar. Owner Simon Rose says, Simon Rose Hawkins, uh, we're doing Christmas on steroids. <laughs> We've got lights, reindeers, Christmas trees, and Christmas Christmas cocktails. So they don't hate Christmas. They like no. Christmas. They're promoting Christmas. They just hate the song. They even have a gingerbread Manhattan uh, slushy. Uh, we've got a country Christmas playlist, but we won't be playing Mariah. I think what they should do, and this is me speaking as a music programmer, because <laughs> 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 there's songs that we play that I don't like, but, you know, you still got to play them. Right. You should have just a limit sit on it. True. You know, like program it to play so that the patrons can hear it. You know, not so that it's playing. Not every 90 not minutes. to where they play. Because is, is it a jukebox or something? I, I don't know. Uh, they say we get a lot of retail workers that come in after the stores oh, close. Oh, they're probably fried on it, too. And they say thank you because we're so overhearing the traditional Christmas music, retail Christmas music. The bar has also banned songs from Michael Buble. <laughs> 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 so they've laid down the law. We'll play Christmas. We'll celebrate Christmas. But we're not playing Buble. We're not playing Mariah Carey. That's funny because usually if you're in that work environment and that, you know, there's songs playing and stuff, you're so busy doing what you're doing, you know, your actual job job. That right. You don't always even pay attention to that stuff. But I don't know. I kind of get it because I've been in stores when certain music is playing and it just gets on your nerves and you can't wait to get out. I think there's two songs that you cannot get out of your head. And one of them is the chipmunk song that you, that when yeah. you hear it, you know, you've heard it like five minutes ago. And then the barking dogs, which I have yet to hear this year. Yeah. And they do jingle bells. I can't really think of any Christmas song that bothers me, but just 
just music in general. If they're playing, like if you're in a grocery store or whatever store, oh yeah, and they're playing music that is annoying. Sometimes you just can't wait. Can I get out of here now? Please? You know what annoys me more than the music though is if you're shopping somewhere and they like to get on the speaker. Oh yeah. Uh, that'll get me out of a store real fast. Because yeah. usually it's somebody on the speaker that shouldn't be on the speaker. <laughs> See, we're overly critical because that's what we do. And <laughs> we go, couldn't you find somebody better to uh, to pass along the yeah. information that you really needed to? And that when it, when, it, when the the announcement interrupts a song that I was enjoying, then I really hate it. <laughs> <laughs> then you really got under her skin, people. Come on, you know, know your audience. But I love the Mariah Carey song. That's a I good just, song. I understand it, though. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll give them a pass. They do love Christmas. All right. So remember in the movie Titanic and Rose at the end of the movie, the, the ship is sunk uh, and she's on this door floating. Right. And Jack's in the water hanging on to the door and they're pretty much saying their goodbyes. Lips are trembling because they're so cold. And everybody always had the the idea, and so did I. Why doesn't Jack just get up on the door with her? They keep each other warm, and you know, yeah, the door looked big to, enough for two. That's what we all think, right? right? Well, so many people have had that theory for so long that the director of Titanic, James Cameron, has had enough. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, he told the Toronto Sun recently that. He conducted a scientific study to see if it was possible. He said, quote, we have done a scientific study to put this whole thing to rest and drive a stake through its heart once and for all. We have since done a thorough forensic analysis with the hypothermia expert who reproduced the raft from the movie. And we're going to do a little special on it that comes out in February. (laughs) They're doing this whole thing on television or something, right? That's what it sounds like. Cameron said on Friday... Um, on the episode of Happy, Sad, Confused podcast and shared Winslet had her opinion too. And she said, I have to be honest, I actually don't believe that we would have survived if we'd both been on the door. I think he would have fit, but the door would have tipped over eventually. It wouldn't have been sustainable. And so she said, you heard it here first. Yes, he could have fit on that door, but it would not have stayed afloat. It wouldn't. Jack gave his life for her. They're saying it. They're declaring it. But still, the special comes out in February. (laughs) What do you bet it's on a streaming service, though? Isn't that funny, though? Because, you know, know, I remember when they made Titanic, they were talking about how expensive it was. And um, the set was elaborate. Everything was over the top. The budget was huge. And then it kept getting delayed. The only thing that anybody has to say about it now is, Jack could have uh, lived if you'd let him get on the door. <laughs> it's a movie, people. Scoot over, Rose. <laughs> so, yeah, you can you can tell by that quote there that James Cameron's done. <laughs> <laughs> He's passed it all. Come Put on, Put a man. stake through the heart of this. Okay, James, calm down. Okay, I, I do have one last one. Rachel, I have a new world record. Uh, Rachel Schmidt of Dublin recently set a world record when she put on 19 pairs of underwear. Why? In 30 seconds. Ooh. Now, she beat the old ro- oh. record. There was there was an attempt before that was 20, uh, 17 pairs in 30 seconds. Oh, my gosh. She says, when looking for a record to attempt to break, this one stood out to me. I think this record is a great combination of speed and strategy, and it matches my skill set well. <laughs> <laughs> 
outside of your practice here at home, okay, I'm going to sit here in my bathroom or in my bedroom, and I'm going to see if I have any pairs of underwear I could put on at the same time in 30 <laughs> seconds. Like, really? What, what makes somebody even think to try that? But, oh, good for you. You know, at least it wasn't the guy in Idaho. <laughs> Mr. Rush, here, here's, uh, here's the bar set a little bit higher. Well, I think that does it for this week. Have a great holiday season. We'll try to do better. We'll be back.